Hello everyone, it's Friday night and it is weekender time once more. And on this week's show, we check out some RPG, board game and miniature news that's caught our eye over the last seven days. As well as that, you can also be on the chance to win a Lord of the Rings Battle of Pelennor Fields. So if you fancy getting your Middle Earth strategy battle game on, then you need to be a subscriber to our channel. Pop a comment below. And if you can share us around on the socials and all that other good stuff, that helps us out a lot. Otherwise, sit back and relax, because your weekend starts here. Hello everybody, we are back once again to bring you a weekender's worth of news, fun and games. And with me this week, I'm joined by Brother Lloyd. Yeah. The delightful Benjamino. Oh. And Princess Spaceman's Free. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> and I know she hates me saying that. <laughs> I should, I'll, be, I'll be good, I promise I'll be good. Um, weirdly, this week we don't have a ton of stuff to update people on. Except, mm. obviously, there's a massive Lord of the Rings box for the Battle of Pelnor Fields. So, oh. you know, All the horses. Yeah, you want to win a, a box of battle, then uh, you need to be commenting below. And presumably that is because Ben has dug out some Lord of the Rings-type stuff for the news for later. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he always, oh, yeah. He always yeah. does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure we're still going to make an hour's, an hour's long worth of show here. Oh, <laughs> even <God>. even <laughs> with people suffering Gen Con fatigue. Yes. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, now that people are returning from Gen Con, it means that some of the uh, companies who went, we'll talk to you after Gen Con, may That's finally come cool back. That's pretty cool news, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll be able to uh, stand up again and uh, take calls. But After they turn around and say, well, we've all recovered again. <laughs> we've all been ill for two weeks. <laughs> no, I know. They've had days to recover. Days. Right. So we'll just crack straight into the show with the mm -hmm. most important part of the show. It is, of course... The end of the week. And this week, we're going to take a look at some models and minis from Models and Minis. What? what? <laughs> yeah. How about that? It is very much the Ron Seal Company of Indies. I was going to say, it does what it says on the tin. It does yeah, what it, it says do. on the tin. Um, so this uh, is a American company that sort of specializes in stuff for 40K, essentially, but therefore, by default, you can use it in all sorts of... Uh, sci-fi agnostic style games so mm -hmm. they do a range of miniatures and uh, add-ons and accessories and conversion kits as well as a bit of scenery and stuff uh, to boot and there's some interesting bits and pieces in there their imperial guard adjacent pieces are absolutely stonking um but we're going to kick things off with their runts because it's quite small and everybody likes a good runt and i have to say as far as runt bot tanks and uh, bombers and planes go, these are very cute indeed. Yay. So, for example, there's a runt bomb set. I know Forge World did something like that many, many, many years ago. Uh, and I had a couple of them, and I don't have them anymore, and I don't know where they've gone. Uh, <laughs> but just little goblin in a essentially a V, V1. Yeah, V1 yeah. doodlebug. Doodlebug. Um, I just launched, 
at your opponent, and you don't need to worry about landing gear or anything like that, uh, because gravity <laughs> will take care of that in the long run. <laughs> so you can just get straight in there and hammer your way down. Uh, that is in stark contrast to the slightly more ambiguated oh. uh, fighter, which, you know, with the massive intake. There's one that he screams. hopes to come back in. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> we all hope to come back, but you know, you're never going to get the chance it's a lot of time. Questioning this, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it's got that very distinctive Norky slash goblin feel, mm-hmm. um, which is always good. I mean, look at that turbine. If if bird strike is an issue in the 41st millennium, then that runt fighter is not landing either. That's how they hunt down Dark Eldar. They go after Ooh. the racks and they just suck them into the air. Straight through any of the, uh, oh, what are the little winged versions of the Dark Eldar? Oh, the, the ones on Hellions? the hoverboards. Hellions, Hellions yes. Yeah, they, yeah. they all want to be uh, He-Man from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> They do. It's very true. But yeah, it's a really nice little uh, set of fight whores. Um, that all sounds really pleasant until you visualize Marty McFly instead. And then it's not pleasant in your head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> uh, the Rumbelt Tank Squadron. I don't even know if these things still exist in 40k, but I don't care because, I mean, little baby tiny goblin tanks are got to be good for a laugh. Oh. in any game yeah, uh, and I like I, the fact that it's just yeah. like the size of a Polish uh, TKS yeah because I don't think they have I don't think Grotz and Gretchen and stuff have their own vehicles and stuff anymore really but you could always use these as like standing killer cans and death dreads and that kind of stuff in that case just go and play Firefight or Dead Zone yeah, where they true. will work yeah, uh, yeah. For, for goblin uh, war machines in there mm-hmm. because there's quite a few of them but yeah um, the run, run bot tanks cobbled together, ham-fisted, yes. nailed down and sent on their way to bloody oblivion by whatever orcs <laughs> happen to be kicking around. It's uh, it's all yeah. good. And if you want that uh, World War II oh, feel, like that. That's cool. then you too can have your recon armoured car. Mm-hmm. Willy buggy. That does look like a skate, doesn't it? <laughs> now you say that, yes, it does. Yeah. But before yeah. then, I was imagining something in the way of an SDKF said 222. <laughs> No, no it's from the me. shoe people. Anyway, yeah. So I really like the little runts. They're uh, they're quite mm. cute. Yes, and uh, a nice set of set of runty kits for them. Uh, diving back and having a look at the more orky stuff. Mm-hmm. There are, as you imagine a few bits and bobs wow. that can be added to or changed up. Uh, so our little goblin. Just seen those clankers. They look really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get to the clankers. No. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. If you've decided that you need something to launch your uh, bombs with, mind you. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. Really fun. I mean, yeah. I, now I want some sort of Karyushka style where there's just like a bank <laughs> of like five of them. Of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think five would probably be enough because they're quite broad yeah. at the wings. But you know, what, whatever, whatever. Some, some, or, or we'll go with some sort of conveyor belt off the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just channeling them up. Is that the screaming of the rockets? No, it's the screaming of the grots in the rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Six of one, half dozen the other. It's all fine. We're all fine here. But yeah, uh, just a really nice little orky half track mm-hmm. to yeah. lob your gross death. And the Behemoth super heavy tank, uh, you know, 
it's it's a certain je ne sais quoi about it, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if nothing else, you could probably kill your friends with the weight of resin there. You've got all. I say so. That's better. War. Gives you an alternative launch platform for the doodle bugs as well. Oh, with the, the slope of it. Cut no, you could cut the barrel and stick one on the front and say to fire it off. <laughs> I don't, don't even think you'd need to cut off the barrel. The rocket propelled grenades where they would just like take a grenade and screw it into the end of a rifle and oh, fire yeah, it yeah. off like that. <laughs> I mean, look how happy that tank is. I know. I can just imagine cans hanging off the back. Little skulls and cans as you can. Oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Just married, but just married, but you know, dead. Just warred. Just warring. Just warring. Yeah. It's, it's not dissimilar to the fictional tank that they invented for Indiana Jones. I could just see him hanging oh, from yeah, that barrel, yeah, being yeah, dragged yeah. along. Oh, that tank never existed. No. Oh. It's, what's it? What's it based on then? Uh, uh, based on fiction. It oh, has, okay. It has, wow. It has a sort of World War. One British tank feel to it because it okay, needs to have the yeah. tracks all the way round for that bit where he falls onto the tracks and the guy gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But German tanks never did that, and the British oh. stopped. Uh, well, they didn't actually stop. They went to World War Two with it. But yeah, it's it's just it's it's yeah. Essentially, it's an orc tank. The more you know. <laughs> but look at that interior detailing as well. Oh, there nice. Yeah. You too can see who's outside using your ring doorbell <laughs> on your tank. That's why the there's a screen the there. The Bahimoff, what a what a good orky name for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not doing They're sitting in there watching the last episode of Neighbors. Like, <laughs> what on earth happened to this show? Poor Neighbors. <laughs> oh, it's... it was garbage. The last episode. Oh my god. I'm... Talk why, about why would you watch it? You're still watching Neighbors, Lloyd? Oh, I was curious. I just tuned in for the last episode. Oh my god, what a load of mush. Don't did watch they, it. Did they just bring everybody back, including all the dead people? What, what I enjoyed was taking my missus watching. She'd never seen Never. She's like, why the hell are we spending an hour watching this? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Words fail me. But yes. I really oh. like that because uh, one of the big things about orcs is they always loot things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Since there's so many of those big spidery creatures in the Necron armies now. Necron and Chaos as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. You could use those as a basis for these. That's really I'd neat. love to paint that up as a post box. Just, just. <laughs> I need to post my letter. Scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. Exactly. <laughs> Bring the post to you. The, the downside of that is, if you put your hand in the uh, postbox to drop <laughs> off a letter, is whether or not it will still be attached. Yeah, get snipped off by goblin teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I like. I like that's that you, we see people doing stuff for orcs that really flows into their background hmm. within 40k because games workshop have done you know i mean they've created a bunch of kits but they're all very much sort of like this is an orc kit but it's not really it's it's still a based on anything yes yeah. still a dustbin <laughs> on two legs yeah yeah whereas folks have gone ah well these two kits exist within the games workshop range how about if we made some kind of amalgamation of the, of the two of them uh, and use them for the basis of the vehicles which is nice and then just the legs separately so if mm. you have things like killer cans because i imagine that's about killer can size yes so. yeah so if you wanted to go for something a bit different or if you've got a, uh, a death dread or whatever it happens to be and just you don't want the also, two, two limb thing also if you've got a big enough orc you mm. can put their body in the middle 
Oh. And this could be their mechanical legs. So you could use that as like a mech boy. Oh! <laughs> Gaskell. Now a ridiculous plastic kit. Gaskell is huge. So you could probably get away with trying to put his body in the middle put of that. Put his body in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Um, we also have little quad. Nice. Aww. And a little half track with flamer. Because everybody loves little half tracks. So if you're Gorka mockering it up, mm. use that. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Very yeah. Uh, there aren't enough quads in the world, I feel. <laughs> Which is a terrible crying shame. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the Gene Steeler Colts get them. So why yeah. can't the Orcs have them? Yeah. So. Well, they must have got them from somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if the Orcs invented the quad in the 41st millennium? Gene Steeler Colts. <laughs> Had actually just stole it from them and cleared yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> actually put an engine in it because it's not driven by uh, orcish just very, want and need. Yeah. Very orc thing. You say your two wheels, well, I've got four of them. That's yeah. always, uh, but, <laughs> always better. And a flamer half track. Again, filth. But yeah. oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be driving that. It's well seen he's got a short haircut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would actually model like a, a burnt mohawk or something. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Just, That'd be just, cool. just yeah. stick uh, a couple of clump, you know, tufts to the, the <laughs> yes. hair, and then just take a layer yeah. to them. Just let <laughs> yeah. it singe down. Yeah. Bosh, done. That'd anyway, that's the the Kenorkies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have oh, the Marines. It's fairly extensive. I'll very quickly open the crop Marines because there is only, I think, the add-on pack some of axes. axes. Just so you know, they exist. They are there. If you're after some axes, they look like that. You can especially with those new corn berserkers coming out. Mm. There we go. So, yeah. so we, we can leave them behind. Uh, but the Marines are split into two bits. One <clears> is the add-ons or conversions for vehicles, and then they've also got a little conversion-y part, uh, which is relatively sweet. Just the one helmet style for the Imperium. Hey, oh, cross over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. You do it. Why would you not? <laughs> ah, why would you not? I'll just leave that there for you to uh, digest and think about. Mm. They also do the old steady chevrons, so tactical squad. Uh, oh, and it's actually modelled on as well, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. mean you damn to paint it yourself. No. Thank God. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and even studded ones if you want to do your heresy. <clears throat> nice. Everybody gets a bit of stuttery. <laughs> uh, so those are the marine bits but then for the tanks themselves uh there's some interesting bits and pieces they have for the rhino including the nuns with guns has that as well although it is only this one single piece which is a a pike as they say so it's a front for a rhino yeah cool which uh makes it a bit more demos rhino yeah a bit more brutal Mm -hmm. less slab fronted that will just take all of the shots to it you could also even model that maybe as a front access point as well, if you really wanted to. So if you're making like an army that was very like assault uh, heavy, assault heavy. Yeah. put some like handles on the front of those panels That's and it could be just, they just burst out the front. <laughs> yeah. That's for your Invicta war suits. There we go. Oh, that's nice. That's so, nice. So we yeah. no longer have the crash roll bars <laughs> and an exposed space marine. In the yeah, they're like baby yeah. pouch. Just yeah. sitting there ready to be shot to bits. Look at me <laughs> up high in front of everybody. <laughs> Nobody will shoot the weakest part of this machine. Man in the middle exposed. No, no, no. But yeah. It'd be uh, wonderful to see this printed in a clear resin if they ever had prints. 
Just that'd be cool, actually. Yeah, so it's like a ballistic so you glass. Still see, kind of thing. Yeah, so you can yeah, still yeah. see them. <laughs> I get have uh, have a look at a couple of the turrets. Obviously, there's various types that will do the job for various bits and pieces. But we have here some accessory panels. So if you're looking to upgrade or customize, nice. Oh, that's one of those floaty tanks that Warren loves. The Impulsor. If you say so, floaty tank. I only know because it's in the name of the image. But... Oh, wow. Well, they, they all look very similar on the did, top. Did, did something it's change? Because I, 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 keep, I keep looking oh. at the bum end. But what you should be looking at is the top bit, which is just slightly uh... different in every case. There you go. You two can have a weapons upgrade. Mm. Oosh. Looks like a Predator mm -hmm. turret. Wham. Mm -hmm. And then speaking of turrets, they have Ooh. some... Nice chunky resonant mass master. cannon, twin assault cannon, and then whatever the other gun is. <laughs> I've no idea what that is. Battle cannon sounds like a sounds like it a thing they like have. A battle cannon, but you know yeah. who knows. And then for your side sponsons, nice heavy bolters, bolters and uh, multi melters. melters? Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. You know all mod cons, <laughs> and they seem to have. Uh, that's really nice. It's very crisp resin as well. Yeah. Quite good. Yeah. Just looking down the side here. Yep. They don't do any croup with running legs by any chance, do they? Um, I heard that they were going to. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. They'd they, heard they, your call and, uh, <laughs> and they decided not to. Your oh. howl of pain. <laughs> uh, guard kits are the, I would say, the meat and or potatoes discuss of the, uh, the site because mm -hmm. they, they really. I don't know if they love the guard, but they're certainly extensive. Um, guard bits, there are a couple of different head options. Not sure how these fit in now with the current range of um, Cadians since they've been up-biggened because these predate them. So they'll, they'll definitely fit on the old Imperial Guard plastics. Yeah, the they should Imperial fit onto the Cadians. Yeah. yeah, they should be fine still, I think. Uh, but uh, bear skins, mm -hmm. if you fancy doing your... Uh, British regiment guarding a palace, and then the gas Kasakin style helmets. Yeah, yeah. I'm, weirdly, yeah. I was talking. Somebody was asking they'd found a box of them the other day. While oh through. wow, I was like, I've got a box of Kasakins. What should I do with them? And every response underneath was eBay. Yes, because, sell them. Yeah, because the price of Kasakins <laughs> is ridiculous. For, yeah, especially if you get in now before they get redone in plastics mm. as well. So yeah, <laughs> and then those another, are really cool. I like those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. gas mask style mm -hmm. and then this lovely guy who looks more like um, a snorkeler or deep sea diver yeah yeah, yeah. Um, ski oh yeah give me ski mask go oh, ski patrol kiddians oh my Sorry. god <laughs> Need to, oh and they're chasing like an inquisitor James Bond yeah yeah <laughs> replace James Bond with an inquisitor so have Eisenhorn's uh, you know skating down a uh, skate <laughs> skiing down a mountain pursued mm. by traitors wearing ski masks. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, some <clears throat> other bits and bobs. So I will have a quick look at the pre-order for the Hornet because they're, oh, doing, wow, a, a full a, whole fighter they're doing a whole fighter kit. Uh, each of those squares is a centimeter. People can work out the sizing itself via Thank that. You. But yeah, that's a big, chunky looking big piece, of, piece nice of kit. Reminds me of a friend of mine got the Marauder many months ago. <laughs> and it looks not dissimilar in size to that. Yeah. Actually, the yeah. Marauder's probably bigger still, but then it was a bigger price. 
Um, but the wheeled and track units bit is good because it fixes an issue that I have. Like those weird Torox tracks and stuff. Yeah. With the Torox yeah. right there. I love that. Oh, that's so cool. You don't so think much four better. independently moving trapezoid tracks then are cool? <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> that's really it's, neatly it's done. It's surprising um, just how much better it does look with wheels. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, yeah it's just, just has more thing. presence as well, I think. That's the, thing, that's the other thing. Just has less, it just has less squatty, dumpy look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do wheeled versions of some of the other. Ooh. Vehicles, so if you don't chimera want, with wheels, if you don't want the track chimera, you can have a wheeled version, mm-hmm. um, which is really cute. I've always liked that. I don't know why. I might be tempted by that because I'm still working on my um, death core. Mm-hmm. I still humming in hand about don't vehicles to go screen. with. It. Why blue screen thing? Why you do this to me? There we go. <laughs> oh, so you can also get a massive dozer blade upgrade. And the interesting thing they do is. Um, We'll see it in a little bit. It'd be kind of the opposite direction to go, though, to go with wheels. You really want to go with tracks for Deathcore, don't you? Well, <laughs> in, the, in the trenches, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can see these as, like, urban response units, so, so for, like, the Palanites or something like that, going around and the Arbiters sort of, you or know, Friday. dumping out of these and things, yeah. Because yeah. they don't want to ruin their lovely streets with tracks and all that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, an extended... <clears throat> rear section for the Camaro because you can see it still uses the base and front of the plastic kit but you got oh. this command version upgrade very swanky I, like I thought so mm-hmm. I mean why would you not it looks <laughs> cracking absolutely cracking um well, the reason you wouldn't is someone says that doesn't fit in the footprint anymore. I'm not going to play with you. <laughs> but it still does fit in the footprint. So you tell that person, to, you yep, tell that person yep. to jog on if they're going to be that anal as well. <laughs> but a couple of other little pieces I want to. Oh, there's the bulldog again. Well, I'll have a quick look at the bulldog. So, again, that armored car feel mm-hmm. in your Greyhound style. And that, with a gun so big it would rock the car out. Ah, no, okay, because that's, uh, that's plasma. There's no yeah, recoil. True, mm. true. Yeah. Heavy. Spear the plasma. Now that would tip over. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that one would. Tie, yeah. But as you can see, that's using uh, a Russ oh, section. Yeah. So you're completely losing the side sections off a of Lehman Russ to turn it into a scout car variant, which is just, I think, cracking once again. I'm I, I oh, like, that's nice. I always oh. like the the Camaro and Russ variants. Um, I don't think GW has done enough with them. Forge World did for a while, and then some of them stick around and some of them go away. I like this because again, like I was looking at the the desk core, and then Forge World don't do their open top sort of transporty type yeah. one anymore. Well, this is essentially like a loading an ammo supply for something like an Earthshaker cannon. So that that would be your winch to lift these massive shells off and drop them into a, a breach and a, a Sturm Tiger styly, <laughs> But they also do a little army grabby bit kit for the Sentinel. If you two want to get Tyranid <laughs> and scream, get away from her, <laughs> then you could do that. Love it. Because, you know, it. You no, yeah. must. Now, I know what you're thinking. I've just bought a kit and you've told <laughs> me to take the tracks off and chuck the tracks somewhere else. 
but what they do do is the just the hull conversions as well so if you've bought a full plastic kit and you've decided to stick the wheels on a chimera to make something then you can also buy the resin parts to make variant tanks, tanks that they've from done one kit yeah mm. well obviously two tanks from two well, kits combined yeah. and, sp- and yeah. split but you know I, I, yeah. we're with you we're with you yeah. uh, which i think is neat because if you are sitting with a load of tracks they are going to end up sitting in your bits box until such times as you go why are they still sitting in my bits box <laughs> i will never use these yeah. uh but if you're sitting around with variant pieces you can you can grab mm. Bits what's bobs to what's do the, the long the long flamer looks good. That's the one. I want That's to one see. the Promethean. Yeah. With a big tank, a massive target yeah, we'll, on the back. <laughs> we'll have a have a quick look That's at this junk. chunky boy. Oh. Again, just needs a set of tracks or you know wheels if you want. I think they do their own set of tracks as well. If you aren't buying a kit, so you could just buy the the whole mm. resin model. That's got a, a very recovery vehicle feel to it and then the promethean which is your hellhound yeah that's it style thing if you want to spray hot chemical jazz all over people's faces then this is how you do that lloyd buys one of those immediately boom <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the um like i say the guard is sort of yeah, yeah, it's great. They're they're bigly a section with more of the mm. same and variants and alternatives with your mm. massive howitzers and all sorts to fit inside the kit. So there's a lot in there if you're a guard player to start playing around with. Mm. Um, it makes sense as well because there are so many Imperial Guard regiments and you know all that stuff throughout the 40k universe. It yeah. would make sense that some of them would, when you know those carbon copy style kits have arrived from terror or something or mars to they'd be like it. we need to change this because we're living on a yeah. i don't know a water planet or something yeah. <laughs> so yeah very cool there is a oh why do you keep going blue on me you weird thingy there's a faceless <laughs> faceless guard commissar in a, what i think is a hellboy what's his crooning the the wind-up man type of thing but, I was thinking like Cobra Commander. Or oh, something. could be Cobra Commander as well. <laughs> I was looking yeah. at some Cobra Commander stuff recently. Yeah. This might be good for your Krieg. Um, Germany World War II had uh, Goliaths, which were like a meter wide by just over a meter long mini remote control tanks that were just bombs on tracks that they would drive into bunkers and then explode them. This is them. So these are not tanks. These are tiny little mini bomb tanks for removing walls from your, wow. uh, you know, your, your, area of uh explode rc yeah <laughs> which is what john does at the weekends i don't think they mean to without explode. the explode <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they sometimes they go out and they don't come back but, oh uh, my god that's what roombas are now roombas are little tiny explosive delivery devices <laughs> just watch uh, out for it moving around in your living room <laughs> there's also a host of resin bases uh have a quick look at one of them and then they've also got some scenery both 15 and 28 nice. um and then the bases themselves are a variety of sizes which will sit 40k definitely and skulls, pretty much yeah. everything else skulls they also have um some rune tiles and a bit more sci-fi sort of walkways and things so it's just a case of going in there and having a nosy around and seeing what's lurking obviously a base covered in skulls screams warhammer 40k um but We'll crack open the defense lines and the uh, terrain 
the fence line's obviously good. Everybody likes a nice edges defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why you keep doing this. You're very confusing. But this one's been orchid up. Yeah. So sometimes people need a barricade. I'm not sure why orcs need a barricade. Is it to corral the people towards the orc boys who are charging at them? So you just wall <laughs> off all the side roads probably. and force yeah. people down one road? Yeah. It's probably a good way of doing it. Uh, but the terrain as well, then, you've got a host of pieces from the very small sort of scatter and objective type things. You know, everybody needs nice. oil barrels for uh, objective markers to the bigger 12-piece oh, trench, trench section. System. Whoa, very that's nice. awesome. Yeah. And it's uh, wide enough that you'll be able to fit... <laughs> One, yeah, two, three, it's awesome, but nobody's up. ever going to play on it. Like we built this awesome trench trench board in the studio. I don't think I've ever seen anybody play on it ever outside of us filming on it. <laughs> Nobody wanted to. So I don't want to play in trenches. I want to be able to move around. <laughs> people are weird. We also built the city, and people went to want to. It reminds me of Terry Pratchett. <laughs> we built talk, the city, yeah. Where they talk about um, cities, no place for warfare. The best place for city fighting is outside on the plains where you can move around. <laughs> I, it felt like that in many respects. But anyway. Yeah. So, well, no, no, let's let's cover that. We built a massive city and people came in and dismantled the city so they could play on an empty table. <laughs> it's uh it's a side of the time, I'm afraid. Because if 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 you play on a city full of stuff, then if you win first turn, you don't shoot your opponent off and win. You have to move and shoot them, which is terrible. Uh I will just point this out because Oh. Very cool. Everybody needs a place phone box, even the 41st millennium. Of course, yeah. And I would also like to point out its order code is T4RD15. <laughs> That's great. So I'm just saying. Well done, models and minis. Yeah, well yeah. If, if you require something that's a little bit bigger on the inside, um, then this site has that. But yeah, scatter, a go-go, uh, dumpsters and all sorts uh, 15 mil stuff is a little bit more uh, selective in what they have. It does say railways. I will open it because otherwise Lloyd... I, I was going to say, I saw a word that I immediately thought <laughs> Lloyd would jump on. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you can add bits and pieces. Dumpsters and skips. Not seen so much in the 41st millennium. I think they mostly just let servitors and the poor eat the stuff that falls on the floor. Probably. Um, but, you know, still handy for other games outside of that. And then, like I say, the... Uh, the 15 mil bitses. We will open that just so I don't get punched. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, there's not much in there. Oh, there really isn't. No, no. So you've just got like a, a bumper, uh, straight sections, a crossing, and then some curved sections. So it's. Uh, that's still more. That's still more that you get from the usual kits. Don't. Does. does do they do. Like crossings in the regular kits. I don't think I've ever seen a railway crossing in the regular kits from Flames of War. No. I don't I've think seen so. curves no, and straights, yeah. and I've seen yeah. dividers, but do they do crossing? Hold they, on, what am I talking about? There's no thing as a bloody crossing in a railway. Let's have a look. Oh, yo, oh a road crossing. Road crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that what? Just, just wait for the traffic lights for the other train yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, your car's... They end up on a YouTube video <laughs> on the front of a train going very quickly. Um, I have barbed wire as well if people are after 
some barbed wire for your games of flames these are warsies oh, you can do that as well but yeah so what a nice selection of stuff yeah, yeah like yeah. i say mostly slanted towards the grim dark sci-fi world mm-hmm. uh, your, your barbsy wire though that's being a bit lazy it's just it's just wire twisted with a drill and then wrapped around a pencil yeah so well it's, it's yeah two two cores of wire and then done and if people want to buy uh their own wire you can get it from uh Wire companies everywhere. <laughs> wire companies everywhere. There you go. I, I get so, mine from uh, technical. There's no scientific wire. So you get it and you pull out a length and then you pull it back on itself like this and then put it in a drill and then you attach this end and you zzz it around and it's twirled and then you wrap it around a pencil. Job done. Job. That's Who would have thought you'd be getting a mini hobby lab right in the middle of the, uh, <laughs> right in the, middle of the show? <laughs> well, there you have it. If you're keen on getting any of that you can check them out at modelsandminis.com uh, and if you forget that name just search for models and minis it's not yeah. far away uh, we're going to take a quick switch and when we come back we'll be taking a look at the news coming to you from the center of northwestern europe covering board games war games card games and all that you love it's the news <laughs> all right we're back once again and this time we're going to be taking a look at the news and we're kicking things off with a bit of talking news ben oh yes yes so this was very very nice to see over the weekend normally when games workshop do a warhammer preview it's centered around Warhammer 40,000 or age of sigma or they tend to sort of drop a couple of things here and there based on skirmish games so necromunda and warcry and that stuff mm-hmm. but this weekend the weekend just gone was all about Middle Earth and the Middle Earth strategy battle game. So the big news that they announced was that in sort of September, we're going to be getting pre-orders for this, but it'll actually get a full release in December. We're going to be getting the new starter box, the new battle set for the Lord of the Rings, which is the Battle of Osgiliath. Um, so everyone will remember the Battle of Pelennor Fields, which was the previous box to this that came with a whole bunch of Rohan and the new Theoden model uh, alongside the Witch King on the Fell Beast and then a whole bunch of orcs mm-hmm. and trolls and that kind of thing, so, which is very, very good. Came with the rule book and all that sort of nice mm-hmm. stuff. They have switched things up a little bit here. So instead of telling the Battle of Pelennor Fields, they're switching it over to Gondor versus Mordor here. Awesome. And we have um, new models for Faramir, Damrod and Madril, who you'll know from uh, sort of Two Towers and also the Return of the Kings going up against Gothmog and also a mounted version of Gothmog on the back of his warg. Uh, both sides then get a bunch of the, admittedly, old plastic miniatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from those from sort of the, the first sort of five or six years of, uh, of uh, Games Workshop's tenure with the game in the, in the year 2000. Uh, but you also then get that modular Osgiliath ruins terrain that you see in the background of this shot as well. Um, if this is anything like what they did for um, some of their previous train sets, like the Mirkwood and stuff like that, Dolgadur and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. then this will be very, very nice to play around with. I know a lot of people on YouTube who will be cutting this up and using it for all sorts of different things. But yes, uh, leading the way are the three new miniatures, as you can see here, for Faramir, who is in the middle, uh, Damrod, who is on the left, mm-hmm. and Madril, who is on the right. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's actually very good for Damrod because previous to this, he'd had a miniature that actually wasn't his character. Um, nice. So there we go. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, him yeah. being a massive disappointment in the yeah. centre. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's still a disappointment. They really missed out on not making the tokens tomatoes, didn't they? They really did. <laughs> <laughs> Are my models not fit for your tables? Oh, yeah. I know. 
Um, so these miniatures will come as the new plastic kits that we've seen, the multi-part ones that um, they've done for Theoden and, and Aowin and Aomer and all those different characters over the last couple of couple of years. Uh, and they'll also come with those scenic bases. So you'll either get to have them on the ruins of Osgilia, so them sort of leaping through the ruins. Mm. I've, I've also, I have noticed that Faramir is doing a very Boromir chasing to save the hobbits pose there. Which yeah, is quite interesting. Um, so you can it's either very have, heroic yeah. To so you, you've either got, yeah. So you've either got the the ruins as you see there, or you could switch out those stone ruins for forests as well. So mm. if you want to have them uh, hunting down um, olifants and stuff uh, in the midst of uh, Middle Earth, then you can have that as well. Mm, nice. On the other side of things, you've got Gothmog, Lieutenant of Sauron, um, who is going to be leading the forces of Mordor against uh, Gondor and everybody else uh, for the time of the Orcas come. So you get a version of him on foot, as you see there, and also one of uh, him on the back of his pretty nasty warg, which you see in the movie for about two minutes before he gets led off. It's by mostly him. here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so very cool new model for that. And obviously, while Gothmog um, is sort of uh, an invention in many ways as well, it's also based on stuff from that particular, the, mm. that particular section of the book and also Gothmog itself from back in, you know, the annals of Middle Earth history as well, which is very nice to see. Uh, but yeah, so this is going to be the new uh, set that's coming out, Battle of Osgiliath. It will also come with a updated rulebook, mm -hmm. uh, so not a new one. So it's still the same rules as are behind me on the shelf over here. <laughs> uh, I wonder why they're there. Uh, but it uh, sort of plays around with some of the FAQs and errata that's come up over the last couple of uh, years to try and make it a little bit um, easier to dive into. They've also changed all of the... Um, uh, pictures in the book to match the Gondor versus nice. Mordor setting so it's all very very much themed around that set which I think is kind of nice uh, as well um, so that's going to be a set coming up for pre-order uh, in September with then a full release in December I wonder why it's getting pre-orders in September maybe it's to do with the Rings of Power series could it be it could it be do you <laughs> think <laughs> then has yeah. that idea only just percolated who would have thought <laughs> yeah quickly yeah. um, distract people from the yeah. Rings of Power <laughs> uh, in addition to that, another really cool sort of starter uh, entry point for a lot of people. Uh, so obviously you've got, that, you've got that big box set, but they're also putting together these uh, battle host sets. Um, so with the battle host sets, they're going to give you a selection of the older plastic kits. So in this case, you get the Warriors of Ministerith and the Ministerith Cavalry is there, mm -hmm. as you see, alongside... One, or in some cases two, of the new miniatures um, that have been done in plastic over the last couple of years. And these are designed so they are a, another stepping block if you've potentially started with the Battle of Osgiliath to then sort of expand your armies in uh, the Middle Earth strategy battle game to use them on the tabletop, which I think is a very cool idea. So you've got uh, the Ministerious one here, which comes with those warriors, and you've got Gandalf and Pippin, and there'll also be foot versions of them. You've got the Mordor Battle Host, which comes with the new mounted uh, Witch King of Angmar. There's also a foot version in the in the final box as well, alongside a bunch of Mordor Orcs rather than the Moranan Orcs that we saw in the Battle of Osgiliath box, mm -hmm. and then also a bunch of the Warg Riders at the back as well. I actually think those Warg Rider kits are still some of the best ones they've done, actually. I think they're really cool. Just a shame yeah. they're mounted on Wargs. Well, yes. <laughs> they look terrible. <laughs> in on that, they're quite oh. rat-like, aren't they? Oh, they're, they're like something. <laughs> Very hyena-ish, I suppose. Yeah. Um, there's also two additional sets that have been brought out um, that will be pretty good as a sort of like another matchup. Um, so you've got the Rohan Battle Host, which comes with uh, Aomer at the front with the Spirit the Ready, ready to take down a, a Mumma kill uh, alongside a bunch of the Riders of Rohan. 
if you don't mind painting horses. Don't and also, uh, I got about 50 of them. I have about fifty riders of Rohan. I have about thirty still. Yeah. So, do you have any walkers of Rohan? Walker boy. I think I have some because I they have their own dedicated walking shop as well. I was doing these. I was doing conversions. Yeah, I have walkers. I don't think many of them run though. And then there's also the Isengard set that comes with the new Saruman model mounted on the back of his horse. You can see there. Just adding insult to injury, having such a dynamic Saruman who never featured in the film at all. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then obviously there's a foot on foot version, and then there's Grima Worm Tongue there as well. And then also you get the Palantir uh, of All Bank on the thing. Now, I know a lot of people have looked at these and gone, why didn't they just make new plastic miniatures? Obviously, everyone would have loved to have seen brand new core infantry for all of the different factions of Middle Earth, mm. but plastic production. Cost a lot of money, <laughs> and Middle Earth isn't exactly the biggest seller for a Gates Workshop, so I can understand why they've kind of used the old stuff alongside the new. Uh, although, fingers crossed, if this sells well and gets more people involved in the game, maybe we will actually see some redesigned sets in the future. That would be very nice. But is the new stuff like significantly better? The new plastic models, like you see those character models there, are way better, uh, way, way more detailed than the original plastics. The old plastic kits that you're seeing here, they right, stuff back in the center. Yeah, so that's the Saruman, which is the new one, which yeah. I think is amazingly well detailed. Next team, you've got you've got the Urukai troops. They suffer from that thing that a lot of uh, plastic kits did from kind of like that period where you had like slippage effectively. So you had large areas of the model that kind of just blended together. Just Think of the do undercuts. Yeah. Yeah. I have a solution for all these people who want new models. Ambiguate mm-hmm. me, ambiguate me, so I can explain to them. <laughs> you want to go and get hypnotized to think that this game never existed so you can experience it just like Peter Jackson just like Peter Jackson wants to <laughs> on his movies because he wanted to hypnotize himself so he could watch his own movie and go oh I like this who the heck made this <laughs> but he didn't but you could do that there you could get go. yourself mm-hmm. hypnotized to think this game never existed and all these models would be new to you these are amazing yeah <laughs> but, uh, another but, yeah. reason they're probably not churning out the re-release or new sculpts of older stuff I think they're still under license and everything still has to go through studio approval. Uh, yes, I would so imagine if they, so. If yeah. they make a new set of Urkai, they've got to go off and be yeah. proofed yeah. and then return. Likewise uh-huh. with the character models as well. I can, so. I can just uh, foresee with the Gondor, there was yeah. particular ones with the Gondor uh, shield. They are mm. going to be a nightmare to paint. Yeah, painting the trees is that. horrible. <laughs> yeah. return, of, return of the Proof. It sounds like one of the movies. <laughs> what it's one saying. of the endings <laughs> of Return of the King. Yeah, so. I'm not a huge fan of, of speed paintings and contrasts and that sort of stuff, but Doing the trees now are much easier because they didn't have those then. Spray, yeah. the, spray the whole thing silver slash white mm-hmm. and then just contrast black mm-hmm. and let the fact that it's there. And if you really want to hit it with uh, a varnish first, then contrast it and then use airbrush cleaner um, to take the good idea, the yeah. contrast, whatever, off your, your high points. Mm-hmm. You can just rub it off once it's dry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's much easier these days. So, yeah, so uh, those are some new, really good sort of entry points, uh, I think, for everyone diving into Middle-Earth. Mm. Obviously, with the Rings of Power coming out, everyone's going to be getting a little bit more into that kind of Middle-Earth mood. Um, so it makes sense for Games Workshop doing something like this. They obviously don't have the rights to do anything with the Rings of Power currently. Obviously, they would have announced it by now, as they tend to do. But um, I but they're probably waiting to see if it's even worth it. See if it's any good. Because yeah. <laughs> it could be crap. Imagine going all that effort to get a license for something and then go, 
this boys this is crap yeah. <laughs> um but uh so yeah but at least they're kind of like getting onto that bandwagon and trying to get more people involved in the game because as i've said in the past it is the best game that games Workshop have ever made sorry don't uh don't at me there we go, there we go. <laughs> you should get hypnotized then ben so you can experience it all in you and go this is right. definitely the best game ever i'm doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yes alongside the new stuff set and also those new battle host sets there's also a bunch of new miniatures that were also announced through forge world uh, and also um in plastic as well so um leading the way for the elves of rivendell we also got a brand new miniature for glothindell who is one of the best characters in Middle-earth history, an amazing bloke, uh, <laughs> seen it all, fought everything, and oh, possibly one of the most badass uh, elves that exists. Uh, he obviously wasn't in the movies. He was replaced by Arwen. <laughs> um, but uh, looking very, very dashing with this new Forge World resin miniature. He's even got the bells on his horse because that's how Aragorn knows that it's him coming down the road. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. But there it's you like go. sleigh bells ring. Exactly, bells yeah. yeah, he can never hide from orcs. They always know where he is. Um, but yeah. <laughs> So you've got a brand new miniature for Glorfindel there, or two, I suppose. Uh, they're going to be coming out actually this weekend via pre-order mm. uh, from Forge World, alongside these other two kits that we're about to look at as well. So Rumil and Orfim, the brothers of Haldir. Uh, are oh, going fat to be, elf. <laughs> you know, yeah, fat elf, yes. <laughs> uh, who gets distracted by Aragorn. That's why he dies. Jesus, God damn it, Aragorn. Uh, but these guys are going to be coming out as well to uh, be added into the mix for the War in the North supplement that came out not too long ago and also as replacements for some of the um, older kits that are out there for, for both these characters, uh, at least for, for Room Hill anyway. Uh, Orofin never had a problem miniature, which is cool. Um, and then they're going to be redoing the Galadrim Court as well. So this was a set that was Ooh. done in Finecast Blech. Um, and now they're actually going to be done in four drop resin. Ding. Um, <laughs> uh, and they're going to be brought to the tabletop. So they won't have terrible, terrible spears. Um, so there we go. Um, I would love to see someone paint these in a slightly less like over the top gold. I, I think a slightly that. duller gold would look really, really nice on these. Uh, for using them, I do like that their sigil appears to be a dragon eating egg on toast. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm seeing that now. Thank egg you. on toast sounds. Egg, egg on toast sounds like a character from Lord Game of Thrones. Or Game of Thrones. Egg, yeah. egg, on, egg toast. on toast. <laughs> uh, yeah. So these miniatures are going to be coming out from Forge World uh, this weekend via pre-order. So pick oh. those up. And then, and here's where you get the Rings of Power thing going on. You've got a new version of Elrond, Master of Rivendell. That is, half Elven. Oh. that is her, that is Hugo Weaving's face up the top. It is that really Hugo is. Weaving's they face. really transferred that uh, Elrond energy into that yeah. one. After after many years of people going, what well, that doesn't look like um, <laughs> Keith Urban, Carl <laughs> uh, <laughs> Urban, Carl. Keith Urban. Keith Urban's a country singer. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh, we have a new version of Elrond who is on foot and mounted. It's uh, sweet. But yeah. it does present a problem for those who don't like painting eyes. Now you've got teeth to paint as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I find Flip teeth a lot easier to paint because you just put like one little line on, whereas you can always mess up the eye. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the on-foot version of him is just, you know, part and parcel of that opening scene from the Fellowship mm -hmm. of the Rings uh, from the Last Alliance, uh, which is, of course, where the Rings of Power is going to end eventually. Um, so, yeah, a very cool miniature there to lead your forces. 
I may have dug out my old Elrond, my mm. old Gilgalad, and mm-hmm. lots of the old Rivendell elves to paint uh, for reasons, but there we go. Um, and the new Elrond also comes packaged with this new, because they probably had some room on the sprue, High Elf Warrior with Banner, <laughs> who is looking very nice indeed. And actually, that is proper sculpted detail. It would be nice to see this get some traction to the front. Exactly. Actually go, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's revisit the kits. Yeah. Because look, that, that High Elf Warrior has all the same kind of like hallmarks as the original set that came out back when the Fellowship of the Rings uh, box released in sort of 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much detail baked into it. There's lots more movement as well. And obviously, whenever you're running a Rivendell Elf army nowadays, everyone's in like the same pose with their two and a half, with their half, hand and a half swords above their head and all that kind yep. of thing. So it would just be really nice to see them come back to the table and do something more with these um, as things go. But as I say, um, if these... Uh, sets really take off and suddenly Middle Earth is like slap bang in the middle of everyone's sort of zeitgeist and everyone's playing it, uh, then I think everyone's going to be diving in to pick up some more stuff for them and then maybe Games Workshop will come back and do some more stuff. But it's very nice to see that the little team at uh, Games Workshop who are working on the Middle Earth uh, game uh, are getting their time in the sun, which is nice to see. So, the yeah, little team that could. The little team that could. Yeah. Speaking of a little <laughs> team that could, free. Ah, oh, see, we did that. So, if you haven't noticed, quite an interesting IP. I just want to sit there and go like this for a second, but I'm not going to. <laughs> quite an interesting IP over at Renegade. They're going to be turning um, American Psycho, the movie, into a ball game. So, <laughs> earlier on this week, they announced that they're going to be bringing familiar scenes from the movie characters and showcasing the movie artwork across the resources and it's safe to say that it's going to be an atmosphere that's destined to be particularly narcissistic and cutthroat just saying so, we're looking at the renegade home yeah that's gonna say well, right so. now, we're currently <laughs> looking at the upcoming games from renegade uh, as we're going um, i'm just it's all of the good things renegade transformers my little pony, my little pony. uh gi joe and then all of a sudden, American, American Psycho. American Psycho. <laughs> this mean, is what I mean. It's quite an interesting IP that has come from them. And you want to listen to it, the smooth sounds of Huey Lewis and the news. I mean, it's, it's, so what you've got to do, so two to five players are going to need to keep it together. So they're going to be taking roles of highly important, according to them, banking investment lawyers from Pierce and Pierce. So it is a killer environment. So during the game, you're going to be entering a scene and taking charge of a good old business meeting. So um, it's going to end up in blackjack style, kind of showcasing the highest numbers to win with certain okay, suits. Right, right. But there is a killer suit in there in the ranks that can trump everything that can mm-hmm. keep things a bit tense and high. So after the cards have been acknowledged, they will be heading into the movie scene equivalent with everybody's insufferable egos and everybody trying to prove themselves. <laughs> You're going to be adding in special cards that are going to change the mechanics, like the confession and the detective that you see there, um, and it can go in the favour or against anyone in the round. So you're going to need to be kept on top of the food chain for this. You're going to need to have the best... you're saying be bike. kept on the top of the food chain? Yeah, you're going to need to keep yourself up the top of that food chain. Boy. You mean eating like people? Yeah, well, that's what psychos do, technically. <laughs> They've missed the a trick. They've missed a trick there, I think, though. Go back to that image of all the stuff. Go on, go on, go on. All the stuff in. You know, they've they've made this board game, right? Yeah. But there's only one card here that represents what I actually want to play. And that's and that's the bit where we all compare our business cards. Oh yes, <laughs> they should have included business color. cards in this. A business card comparing. Oh, I drawing. know that would have been amazing. <laughs> look, at the, look at the emboss on that. Oh, he's he's always beat me. Flipping emboss. 
It's it's really cool. If, if you want to add some like different extra spice in it, there's some murder cards in there, and they're going to be scattered throughout the day for those that have a bit of a short temper on a particular day, and they're going to result in a negative point count for the player that's dealing out the death. But there Ooh. is a psycho in the midst, um, so really? murder is going to be <laughs> in their favour. Um, there isn't a release date yet. Not confirmed, but we do know that it is on Premium Dirt coming out in 2023 oh, okay. and for $30. So it's really, really quite a cool one, actually. Quite, uh, I Something don't that I wouldn't like... have thought would be turned into a, a game, but it sounds quite no, interesting, actually. So. It does sound quite... I don't usually like movie artwork on cards either, but I think no. given the nature of it, it's quite a uh, fun. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fascinating to see how that develops. I imagine yeah. it'll be a sort of, you know, a, a hidden werewolf-style game where you're, you're attempting to... To work yeah. out who's going on, but mm-hmm. but just I just love the idea of a renegade section in a shop. <laughs> my little army, yeah, Joe Transformers, and then Patrick Bateman's big grinning face. I mean, I don't know who put that together. Somebody somewhere has been spending too much time looking at 80s cartoons. I just went, <laughs> I've got to find an IP. I've got an IP. I'll show you. I'll tell you what we're doing, renegade. <laughs> the direct opposite of My Little Pony, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things coming in 2023, uh, Free League have announced a return to a world of fantasy oh, uh, yes. that's been massively popular in Sweden and not really much outside of it, um, with the Dragon Bane or Drakoktimen, um, which is essentially their version of D&D. Uh, it's about 40 years old. It's gone through various iterations. This is some of the artwork from the, I think, third, maybe fourth version of it. Um, but it's been on the cards for a little while. The company that originally started it, um, based it on a sort of a, a generic fantasy kind of RuneQuest setting, um, which is why you have things like duck, duck people, <laughs> duck people, because it comes yeah. very Glorantha-based second edition lent heavily on this uh it also includes oh my god yes werewolves or werewolf people, people. Uh, i think possibly <laughs> just wolf people rather than werewolves themselves oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you have lots of different troops uh, but it went through various iterations over the years where they went from like a percentile based to a d20 based system um and then even had a whole dark fantasy so <sighs> People may be aware of Cronopia, which I'm a big fan of. I wasn't aware Cronopia was a, a version of this by Target oh, Games. They released wow. an edition that was just, they went, we're going to chuck out the generic fantasy and go whole hog into this oh. dark fantasy that we made up, uh, at which point the fan base went, you what? <laughs> so they decided the two halves of the planet, the two hemispheres, Cronopia <laughs> happens on one side, and then all of the previous published, more generic fantasy work happens on right. the other hemisphere. Uh, oh. Whether or not they keep that is another matter because they've obviously picked up uh, the Drakkar uh, license, but then I don't know who owns the Cronopia license. I don't think they're, they're still connected anymore since Cronopia went off to be a miniatures game. Um, but so far, little announcement. It will be early 2023. It'll be coming to Kickstarter and you can sign up for yes. uh, the Kickstarter to be notified when it launches. They have said, Johan Eakrantz, will be doing the artwork and then I, me- I, I messaged him to find out because they brought a lot more scandy folklore into the edition where he was brought on board but he was one of several illustrators right. uh, he has confirmed that he will be doing all of the illustration wow. for this wow. so, that's amazing uh, like this and um 
from free league already. This will just be wall to wall. Um, interesting this week that people are out there and, and living at large um, at a medieval festival and fantasy festival in um, Sweden. Uh, Johan is there along with uh, people from Free League and have been doing some sort of cool. early early version showings of it. Um, nice. Also, they've been talking to people about uh, doing LARPs. There have been interviews with some of the game's design as well. So nothing on the actual system. So it may or may not be uh, the mutant uh, the zero system, yeah, or it might be I, uh, more bespoke because they did that with um, Blade Runner uses a bespoke. Oh system. yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, I think I was mentioning this to you. I think it was last week that they've still got that kind of little nod towards Elric in there. Yeah. So the Dragon Man cover. I mean, one of the old covers for um, Drakkar had Elric on the front of it, mm. uh, and so they've still got the sort of white-haired warrior with the big sword and stuff in the mix. Forget about really that. Cool. What about the nod to Howard the Duck? I know, oh, right? Well, <laughs> oh, if, if you think that nod to Harry the Duck is good, I'll, I'll show you one other then. Um, if we just go back to, where are we? There we go. We'll finish off the story with a look at... Oh, I know, right? Darkwing nice. Duck. I mean, if you, want to, play, if you want to play a rogue, play play a duck. Uh, so, Very yeah, cool. why not? And I mean... As far as fantasy races go, it's no weirder than short people's hairy feet. Well, yeah, yeah. or or half goat people. You know? We have we have Kenku. Why can't we have duck people? Yeah. <laughs> so they do, and they're awesome. Um, you, uh, I really like what Johan's been working on for these as well. Have you made a firm choice of what kind of class you're going to take? What kind of character you want, Ben? Because you were you were split between. You usually got a dwarf in there, but you just added some couple of extras that you'd like. Is there well, a... well, because. Dwarf would normally my, be my de facto choice, but mm. I just love those wolf people. I, I've always wanted to be a werewolf in <laughs> D&D, but it's kind of hard to do that, really. Um, well, not really, but yeah, you know what I mean? In Using the basic mechanics and all that mm. kind of thing. But it'd be really nice to play a wolf a wolf man. I think that'd be amazing. So oh. yeah, I already know about four people who would want to be a, a duck as well. So <laughs> <laughs> our, adventuring might, uh, our adventuring party might be a, a wolf man and then like four ducks. <laughs> Actually, if you're going on an adventure to raid some gold, if you can get rich man ducks gold, that would be class. <laughs> go go full Scrooge. Yeah, that would be that would be gold. Just very very <laughs> first thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a load of ducks trying, trying to rob Scrooge. <laughs> or um, well, what was his, his mad Scottish uh, adversary called? Oh, oh. was he not you, called? You know, was he not called McDuck? I can't remember. McDuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I just remember the pair of them were fighting over who was the richest duck. Anyway, said in the Taggart accent. Yeah. If you've been, uh, <laughs> it's a murder. If you've been dying for some uh, for some weird. Uh, fantasy, I say weird, more classic fantasy, but bridging a couple of different cool. sort of games. Then keep an eye out for that one, um, because mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be more information coming in the not too distant, especially after this week is finished, where they'll have done all of the various um interviews and and uh seminars is the word I'm looking for. Someone asked uh, them, will they be doing Count Docula? Then that'd be cool. <laughs> a, a vampire duck it's yeah I mean there's beyond the realms of possibility plenty of vampires kicking around I'll save you ducky poos Ravenloft Ravenloft meets oh my god yeah. yeah right curse of Count Ducula amazing if, if you like your fantasy a bit more realistic though free if I like my fantasy a bit more realistic am I sorry am yeah. I doing no, something no no I'm just just going to say <laughs> if you like your fantasy a bit more realistic here's one that you're going to be fond of oh I was going to say I didn't know 
Oh, I bet uh, grim and dark. Look. Oh, Witcher! Oh, I'm so so excited. Which this looks amazing. So Ben wrote you this up, didn't you? And I've just yeah. had to look at the barb, look at the detail. Is that dandelion? Yeah. yeah so uh, this is the new set that came out over the Gen Con period from uh, Monster Fight Club for use with. Well, alongside the Art Halsorian uh, role-playing game of The Witcher, uh, which is based off the video game and all that kind of stuff. Um, I played it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so this set comes with, well, there's, um, I think that's like five sets from the moment for you mm-hmm. to choose from. Uh, so the first of these is uh, Geralt, Yennefer, and Dandelion. So you've got your sort of typical personalities mm-hmm. that you'd expect if you wanted to play named characters within your games. I'm approaching this from the kind of uh, sort of uh, the viewpoint of diving into Rangers of Shadow Deep and making, you know, mm. Geralt and his friends going off on adventures. I think Rangers, that'll be yeah. pretty good, yeah, as the Rangers against all the strange creatures out there in the wild. Um, so, yeah, so you've got the first set with Geralt, Yennefer, and Dandelion in the mix. The second one includes uh, some sort of NPC style characters or player heroes if you wanted to go down that route. So you've got a dwarven craftsman, uh, a human man at arms, and then a human mage as well. Um, so they've done uh, a couple of interesting character models there that you could use as stand ins for who you're playing in the game or just as people you meet along the way. You could also use them as NPCs in your Rangers of Shadow Deep Witcher mashup. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. See, very nice. Stuff. Uh, and then to cap things off as well, you can't have a Witcher without things for it to witch. No lesson, unfortunately, no but I'm sure they will work on one. Um, <laughs> Sundancer has already asked that question in the comments. Uh, but yeah, so there's uh, three sets of the necrophages. Um, so the first one of these comes with three drowners, which are kind of like your bog standard enemies that you'll be running into as you're wandering around the world of the Witcher. The second set comes with three ghouls that will be uh, prowling around the battlefields of uh, of the Witcher world, feasting on bones and bodies and all that kind of thing. So you have to go and try and find their nests and burn them down and blow them up with your explosives. Uh, and then finally, we also have a set that comes with two of the same ghouls from the previous set, but you also then get a grave hag in there as well. So it's essentially looking at creating almost like a little bit of a, a progressive past narratively towards you fighting the boss effectively. Mm-hmm. So you could start off going, going up against the drowners, move through to dealing with the ghouls, and then finish off with the grave hag boss battle at the end, perhaps, if you're going to be doing them in a role-playing setting. Um, so as I say, these are by Monster Fight Club, who have worked previously with Artel Saurian to make make the cyberpunk range which is now extensive and filled with all sorts of different miniatures and i see no reason why they won't do exactly the same thing when it comes to the witcher game as well um for those people wondering about um materials all plastic all of them coming in around sort of like 28 to 32 nearer towards 32 in scale sort of going with that heroic proportions that kind of thing as well and by all accounts the uh plastic miniatures from monster fight club are very very nice um, so if you are looking at these and thinking, should I pick them up? I would imagine the answer is yes. So yeah. It's quite actually nice to see the, the faces and the detail in the likes of the drowners mm. and stuff, because usually when I'm face-to-face yeah. with drowner, I'm running in the other direction, not looking in the face. <laughs> so it's Dropping nice actually to see what their face looks like, because I'm looking yeah. at that. Is that a drowner? Oh, I can see the body that it's a drowner, but wow, their faces are quite human. You know? It's quite um, interesting to see, because, yeah, yeah, I'm usually in the other direction rather than giving them eye contact. Mm. So uh, it's really yeah. nice to see the detail. What is this stuff dangling between their legs? I, I think it's like going to be a loincloth. Seaweedy loincloth, yeah. Because oh, I didn't see straps. Maybe there is straps there. They're just really thin. So sort of a I think it could be their, their belly has just got over. Yeah, I think it's cinching around their belly. <laughs> they need to do a little bit of working out. To, um, yeah, so. It's interesting that they're plastic because the initial stuff I'd seen from uh, Monster Fight Club was resin. 
Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, so they, they did a lot of their, um, well, they do a lot of their initial ranges now as kind of like resins for you to pick up from like Gen Con and events mm. and all that kind of thing if you want to get them early and then they move over to creating them as hard plastics. I think these ones have gone directly to hard plastic, I think, uh, although there may have been some other versions you could have picked up events uh, over Gen Con over the last uh, weekend or so. But yeah, if you're interested in these, they're well worth picking up and they're all sort of one part models as well. So you don't have to worry about sticking anything together. Most of the time you just pop them out of the packet and they're ready to go, which is always nice to see. Cool. Yeah, there we go. Returning then to the world of Wamster, mm-hmm. the last bit of news, Ben. Yes. Uh, so we started with Middle Earth and we are moving to another epic story told within uh, the realm of Warhammer now, uh, where we look to see what's coming up for Warhammer the Horus Heresy. Now, in the uh, forums over the last couple of days, we've had people talking about where is all the Horus Heresy stuff? Well, don't worry. It's all here. <laughs> um, so all these things that you were waiting to turn up are now actually going to be hitting uh, the uh, Games Workshop store this weekend. So leading the way is a new book because Games Workshop never tire of releasing books. Uh, and that is the Liber Mechanicum book, which allow you to play the armies of the Omnissiah on the tabletop, uh, be they loyal or uh, traitor. So, yeah, some very cool stuff there for you to dive into and play around with. We'll come with all the rules for playing with all of those uh, forge-world bits and pieces that you have lying around, uh, and it will come either physically or digitally, depending on where you want to go. In addition to the book, to kind of help people out, uh, they've also put together a set, I say help people out to make more money, (laughs) they've uh, they've put together some uh, armages that have been themed towards the Age of Darkness because uh, the knightly houses are not a new phenomenon within the world of Warhammer 40,000. They've been around for a very long time. Uh, and so they are now creating a set of these armages that you can see there that can be done as either ranged or melee versions of their of their Walker cells. Uh, and they will come with transfer kits that will allow you to ground them within the Horus Heresy. Uh, so all the heraldry is very different from that period. Mm. And so that's why you've got those uh, new transfer kits in there as well. But essentially, they're a reboxing of previous kits. Uh, but moving on to the proper awesome Horus Heresy stuff, uh, they're going to be releasing a bunch of vehicles separately now. Uh, so you're going to be able to get your hands on the Spartan Assault Tank, which is your essentially Space Marine delivery system uh, for dropping as many uh, Space Marines and or a Primarch into the heart of the action alongside some Terminators on the so battlefield. It's the Indiana Jones tank again. Yeah, yeah. It's, a lot, it's a lot squarer than what I think of when I think Heresy. Because well, I they, usually yeah. think of the roundy domes and stuff. Well, that that tends to be the case with a lot of the um, custodesy stuff, really. But yeah, there are sort of like the space marine jet bikes had a lot of round edges and all that kind of thing too. But uh, but yeah, so you've got the new Spartan assault tank there, which was available in the previous Age of Darkness box. Uh, there's also the Sakaran battle tank that's coming out. There's some curves. There's a wee round dome. <laughs> There's a round dome and some round sponsor and holders. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you've got the new Sakaran battle tank that's coming out finally after a long time for people to dive into and play around with. Uh, and then alongside that, we're going to be seeing the release of the two updated Contemptor Dreadnought kits. See what I mean? So much curvier. Yes. So much go. more curvy. There's your, there's your bell Real curves. Dreadnought. Ooh la la. Yeah. Real Dreadnoughts have curves. Real Dreadnoughts oh. have curves. <laughs> I mean, that actually looks way better than a Dreadnought. Oh, yeah. I think it's because it, it looks less boxy and clanky than the old one. Although I do have a soft spot for classic Dreadnought, but that's just me. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you've got the Contempt of Dreadnought there and then the Leviathan Sea Dreadnought, as you see. Um, they will come with a whole host of different weapon la- uh, loadouts. Um, so just get the blue tack and or magnets ready. There we go. Mm. Um, 
Alongside that, we've also got the uh, release of some more stuff um, from the box sets. So the two Praetors that were available in the Age of Darkness box set are going to be available separately now as well. Um, while they have been painted up here to represent the Sons of Horus and uh, the Imperial Fists, you do not need to paint them up as such because they have no markings on them. So you can paint them for whatever legion you like and tinker and mess around with them as much as you uh, would like to as well. Um, so if you want to turn them all into Alpha Legion, you can do that. In fact, you could even paint them as Sons of Horus <laughs> and just say they're Alpha Legion because that's what Alpha Legion do. <laughs> uh, and also it's a lot easier to paint Alpha Legion. So there we go, just metal and then contrast. <laughs> have they forgot why the studs were on those shoulder pads? Because it looks like they have. Because here they look highly ornamented and decorative, whereas in the Heresy it was, we're running out of armor Here's a cheap way of putting extra armor on the, shoulder, on. on the shoulder <laughs> that's leading when you're firing, mm -hmm. and we'll just put extra rivets through that shoulder pad, and it, it's, it's ablative armor. Whereas this looks like, oh, we, we've always used big, rubbly bits on our shoulder pads. Mm -hmm. They look great. <laughs> oh, we all wear these. Not just gone down Clyde and got some shipwright to stamp a couple of <laughs> rivets through the side of it. Anyway, my run over. <laughs> so yes, we also got two new, uh, well, not new, two Whereas returning Terminator squads. As these well. are the great. These go the opposite direction for me. I hate these. How much you don't know these? Nah, new Terminators. Okay. These look wonky to me. Yeah. So you've got the Cataphracti Terminator squad that you see there, uh, which are, will be very familiar to a lot of people. Um, and then there's also the Tartarus uh, Terminator squad as well, which. Um, came from the Burning of Prospero set. The previous oh. set was in the uh, Betrayal oh, Cow oh. form as well. This I like. I like uh, these much better. Uh, curves. Lloyd loves well, they curves. Have curves. They, they have curves. curves. I just don't like the look of them. That's no. a Wolverine pose at the bottom, isn't it? It is, yeah. That is Snicker, very Snicker, much. Snicker, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's running. It's probably just tipping over. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, the thing to remember about these as well as they've been upped to match the amount of models that you need for heresy. So previous to this, they uh, were doing uh, five-man squads because you could use them with 40k effectively, mm. and you still can to, to a degree. Um, but these have now been turned into 10-man squads so that they fit the enormous amount of space marines that you need for playing the Horus Heresy uh, because everything is so incredibly killy in that game that you need to have enough bodies to make sure you get to the objective. So Say nothing, but the last time I ran Terminators, they were all 10-man squads, and that was 40k. Well, there you go. <laughs> Jerry has a heresy out? mindset anyway. So. Uh, you know, why not max out? I'm yeah. just saying. If I've got the option to put 10 things in the unit, I will put 10 things in the unit. If they want to give me 50 things in the unit, I will put 50 things in the unit. No talking, of, talking of Terminators as well, just a little extra rumory thing to throw into the mix. A lot of people have been talking about rumors coming up for the next edition of One Forty Thousand. Apparently, the little tiny dinky Terminators that we have now that only just reach the top of a Primaris Space Marine are going to be getting replaced in the new starter set whenever that wow. comes next year or something. So something to ruminate on. It was a matter of time. Uh, Warhammer behind. I right. thought you was going to give me some juicy Arnold Schwarzenegger gossip there, Ben. Some Terminator news. Oh, That's where oh, I thought oh, it was going. <laughs> He's coming back for another film. He's not old <laughs> enough yet. There we go. <laughs> Please don't. Please. Only so much de-aging you can do and only so much Bible marsing you can do to other miniatures. Please, please stop swelling everything, Games Workshop. Otherwise, we'll be playing 54 mil. It'd be, well, actually, we will hit Inquisitor at one point coming the and other then direction. suddenly, Gav Thorpe will be vindicated. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's only a matter of time. So that wraps us up for another week's worth of news. We're going to take a quick swish and we'll be right back. 
Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our prize claim centre over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form to claim your prize. All prizes must be claimed within 30 days. All right, we are back to wrap up the show and we have a couple of Kickstarters to uh, keep you on the edge of your seat. And we're going to be starting off with some corporate wars. Very, very astute for today's day and age. <laughs> yes, mm. it's almost as if they read a newspaper. Mm. Uh, no, so this is the folks at Crooked Dice who are back on Kickstarter once more for their corporate wars. New world order range. Uh, but in fact, there I am when I was 19. Oh, uh, but this is a uh, <laughs> this is uh, a, a new range that has been brought to Kickstarter, but it is actually a classic collection uh, that was originally done by Jim Bowen and also East Riding Miniatures, who gave the license to Crooked Dice to create this for the tabletop. Do you want to do it, or or shall I, Lloyd? Do, do you want to make the bullseye reference? <laughs> fact, it's from Jim Bowen. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, this is a selection of around 40 uh, pretty detailed white metal miniatures in 28mm that you could use for a whole range of different games. But of course, they would be absolutely spot on uh, for using Uh, with a bunch of Crooked Dice 7 TV Mm. action at the same time. Uh, As I say... These are all based on a previous miniatures line that has been brought back to the fore that potentially would have been lost to the annals of history mm. uh, if it hadn't been brought back by the folks at Crooked Dice. And I think they've done a really good job of selecting some of the coolest miniatures from that original collection and putting them back onto the tabletop for everyone to play around with. Um, again, they're sort of around 28 mil scale, but they'll be a little bit bigger in places as well because, you know, sci-fi often tends to be a little bit bigger. Mm. Uh, but you've got a whole bunch of different characters that you could use for both the good guys and the bad guys and all the good guys in between as well so uh, you've got some plenty plenty of awesome miniatures to play around with there especially if you're interested in kind of that sort of 80s 90s era of sort of cyberpunky sci-fi goodness yeah. i think people would very much enjoy these not a, a lot of people have been looking at these and going hold on a second i recognize those from x or something like that which is obvious in fact you can see some of those interesting characters down below that have been included as part of this range what you mean (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah some very cool stuff there which is nice to see um in addition to the work on the miniatures um from sort of like the the old collection from Jim Bowen and all that kind of stuff. There's also a lot of stuff in here that's come from a range of other sculptors as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have we're gonna go through the list. So we've got Kev White uh, Mark Evans, Tim Prow, Shane Hoyle, Bob Ollie, Steve Saunders, Kev Adams, and Tom Meyer have all jumped in to uh, have some oh. fun with this one in bringing some miniatures to life that match the style of those original miniatures and all that kind of thing as well. And also from stuff that has come out over the last couple of years as well, which is very nice to see. So it's a very good selection for those people that want to be playing around mm. with something a little bit quirky when it comes to their near future games on the tabletop. Um, it's quite a condensed Kickstarter yeah. comparatively compared to a lot of the stuff by Crooked Dice uh, that they've done in the past, um, mainly because it's bringing back an old range rather than trying to bring something new to the tabletop. Um, and it was also a very short campaign. So you've only, at the time of watching this, got about two days left for yourself to dive in and, and, and have some fun with this one. But if you are interested in playing around with some near future miniatures on the tabletop, I would definitely go and check these out, especially yeah. if you're a bit of an old school um, wargaming fan and you like your metal as well. Ooh. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I'm Hello, Ed. Yeah, yes. 100% on board with all of these. Yeah. It doesn't. There's oh. a Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that wall. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. they're all 
all excellent and terrific for games like uh, Street Wars as yep. well as mm-hmm. I would totally do that i totally play a side scroller game with this you mm. could do that that'd be very cool i just yeah. have you just going along kicking chin shades out of everybody as you progress <laughs> along, the, along the table just build one long street and just have you walking along oh, like like streets like of rage streets of yeah. rage or uh, double dragon <laughs> rolling thunder was another good yeah. one we we discussed this a long time ago myself and warren about putting a game on at a, a convention and, and doing it on a level like like three foot tall but really long wasn't it prince actually, of persia we yeah it was about, prince yeah. of persia i i soon recall i think i mentioned that and then you guys started running with it but we never got around to actually no. doing it well there's always the always the future the future <laughs> is, is always there for us but if you're interested in the corporate wars by crooked dice like so you need to jump in this weekend and if you're watching this later than this weekend you should really join us on a friday when we go live okay. Why but not? This is I will say that if you do miss the Kickstarter, the likelihood is they'll probably end up going onto their retail store at some point in the future. But the whole idea is that you want to get in there early and get these stuff when it's on Kickstarter because you get a little bit of a discount on it, which is always nice. Very, so, yeah. very true. And also, one of the nice things about this as well is that Crooked Dice have done about a billion Kickstarters. So it's not like you're backing something where you're like, well, I'm never going to see the miniatures. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So go and back it and you'll feel like you're high on nuke. <laughs> there you <Right>. go. <laughs> Lloyd's seal of approval. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, on the subject of survival games. Yeah, there's a really cool, invasive, invasive party game up on Kickstarter at the minute. And it's gonna make you quench like question your friendship and trustworthiness of your gaming group. Okay. So you are going to need to survive under all means necessary. And what I want to know is how far do your claws come out in a survival game? Because in this game, in Savage, uh, you're tasked to endure the apocalypse. So you've got to make your way out alive, be in your main goal. Nothing massive, just the apocalypse. It's just the apocalypse. That's (laughs) a small bit. That's what you've got to be careful. It's not just the apocalypse. You don't let your mind be at rest, not for once. It is a survival game. So whilst you're facing, as you say, the delights of the apocalypse, enduring to survive, you are going to come up against some savage sickos in the midst of you guys, which are your opponents, and they have got a hidden identity. So you are on your own, but you have to work together. So your goal is to escape the catastrophic event, and you're going to be left in this tense atmosphere of twists and turns and not knowing who you can trust at any point in the game. So you're going to have to manage a series of resources just to keep you alive. So you're going to be rationing food, setting traps and having liquor aside. Not quite sure what the liquor is for, but I don't judge. It's no problem. That's um, to relieve stress later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's medicinal purposes or for stress, but either way, don't judge. Um, and you'll have no option to join forces together. Uh, and you've got to hang on until you are rescued by a civilization that's formed outside the dystopia that you're in. So the downtrodden environment is said to be driven by greed and hate and caused by a social collapse within the history of the game. So it would be in the interest, you think, of all people to go and live a happy life. But, you know, there are obviously evil people within the midst uh, hoping to stop people from leaving. So the traitors, as I said, they're going to be in the crowd. They're going to be allied to take out the weakest link. So the good guy survivors are going to hope to leave the fresh hell, uh, get out alive and rescued, but they're going to hope to take down a traitor amongst the ranks across four rounds. So there are several different pledges available if you're looking for a new party game. 
uh, and it keeps everybody on their toes. So there's a standard input for the game for £28, but if you want something a little bit more special with upgrades to tokens and sleeves and stuff like that with an upgrade package, yeah there's some more deluxe options so it really is quite something that i can imagine keeps the room really tense um i i mean i don't think i can trust anybody on my gaming table alone (laughs) at the minute let alone with trust them of my life um so i think for a quite competitive group it would be quite a nice one because i don't often like getting into cutthroat games with my gaming group I think this one would be a lot of fun uh, in all honesty because there's a lot to think about and I will always be guessing I'm always on to them anyway did they say what the apocalypse was? no I couldn't see although it may be on nondescript apocalypse (laughs) end of days I wonder if it's moonfall the moon is crashing into the earth (laughs) because that was an amazing film that really needs something based on it the thing that I really liked about this is that it, it felt like it took the elements of um, Dead of Winter but boiled it down into just a card game rather than it being a game with all these boards and tokens and standees and all that kind of thing. So you have the feel of Dead of Winter but it sort of distilled down into a, 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 a shorter gaming experience Hi. on the tabletop so it's quite nice. Mm-hmm. And I really like that you have... I, They've got that nice big deck of cards with all the different events that can happen and all that kind of thing as well. So hopefully with enough of those in there, there's going to be some interesting stuff that will happen every single time you sit down to the tabletop. And obviously you've got the fluctuations between it going right and it going wrong, which yeah. is cool. Other people being the traitors within your group as well is also going to throw things up because some people will be very overt, some people won't and all that kind of thing as well. So I think that sounds like a really interesting uh, game yeah. to dive into, actually. So, yeah. There you go. There are nine days left if you fancy trying a bit of savage survival with your friends uh, and try not to let the moon crash into you because that would be terrible. By the way, if you get the chance to watch Moonfall, you definitely should. It's an amazingly good film. Amazingly good. What an Oscar worthy. So with that in mind, very seal of approval. <laughs> we're uh, about done for another week. Remember, if you want to win that big Lord of the Rings Battle of Pelnor Fields box, you need to do the usual down below somewhere down there do all of that like what you would normally do Uh, if you fancy joining us on sunday morning we'll be back for our hobby chat with our cult of games members over on tabletop.com but until then a great week of gaming and we'll see you next friday bye-bye go ahead and check out our other content on screen now and while you're at it why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong go on you know you want to click it go on